You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Do you have a wet basement? You've got a problem. Not only are you inviting toxic mold, a flooded foundation can raise serious structural issues. But here's the good news. Jackhammers and backhoes and other drastic measures are probably not in your future if you read our tips for sealing your basement. Hit moneybit.com, click on Ideas and Tips, then click Repair and Improve. And for answers to any home improvement or home repair question, give us a call right now, 888-MONEYPIT. If your roof starts to leak or your floor's really squeak, you live in a money pit. Coast and floorboards to shingles. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Call us right now with your home improvement questions. Call us right now with your do-it-yourself dilemma. The number is 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. We're here to take your how-to and especially your how-to-not-to do-it-yourself <laughs> home improvement questions at 888-MONEYPIT. We've got a great show coming up this hour. First up, taking the pain out of doing dishes and other kitchen chores is all that bending and reaching down for your dishwasher taking its hole in your back. Well, it doesn't have to. We're going to deliver some kitchen design tips to save that aching back in just a bit. And also this hour is a roof redo in your future. Well, we've got the inside info on roofing material that's super easy, very energy efficient, beautiful, and long-lasting. And guess what? It's metal. And it's not your grandfather's metal roof either. We're going to tell you about a new generation of high-tech modern metal roofs that are going to last forever and cut energy bills at the same time. And we are very pleased, proud, and privileged to have standing by on our guest line this hour, Mr. Thomas Van Essen. If that name is familiar to you, it should be. This is New York City's former fire commissioner that led us through the 9-11 invasion, saved a lot of lives, and he's coming on the program this hour to give us some tips on how you can be safer in your own home. And also this hour, you know we here at the Money Pit love prize giveaways, so you got to give us a call at one eight 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 Money Pit, and we might just choose you to win a four in one ratcheting wrench from Gear Wrench. It's worth thirty bucks. It's a great handheld tool to add to your toolbox, and it could be yours for free. The number is eight 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 Money Pit eight 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 six 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 three nine seven four. Leslie, who's first? Jennifer in Tennessee, welcome to the Money Pit. How can we help you today? Hi. Um, I was hoping to find out um, the best way to um, start my home improvement project. Like, I'm sort of in the planning phase. I'm not really sure where to start. Like, if there's um, a good book or good software that'll help me kind of lay everything out and plan. Well, you started at the right place by calling us at 888 Pit. What kinds of home improvement projects do you want to do, Jennifer? Well, I'm really interested in replacing my deck. 
okay. and maybe remodeling my bathroom. Well, a couple of things come to mind. First of all, if you're going to do the deck, now that's an easy project, and there are a lot of sources for home improvement education. I think a good place for you to start would be at one of the major home centers, because I know that they have classes on deck construction that only take a day and give you lots of tips. I've seen them at Lowe's. I've seen them at Depot. And Leslie and I have even taught a few at some of these stores over the years. So picking up a, a, a course like that is a great place to get familiar with the tools and the design, and especially when it comes to the deck, because layout is really critical. You need to mm-hmm. get the design right so you get all the materials right and get the assembly in the right order. So that's a great place to well, start. Well, I also think, Jennifer, you know, head to your local library or bookstore, any place where you can find magazines, because so many of the publishers offer special interest publications, and some of those are specifically all about decks, deck design, outdoor landscaping. So if you start with some paper and just sort of peel through, make copies of things that interest you, tear those pages out and hold on to them, this way when you're ready to go into the design and construction phase, you can approach your contractor, or if you're building it yourself, you've got an understanding of how you want it to work. And if you work with a contractor, they'll understand coding needs as far as step height, how high you can go without a railing, because there's a ton of intricacies that make for the safety of the deck as well. And Jennifer, speaking of contractors, there are design experts out there. They're called Certified Kitchen and Bath Designers. It's a designation that the Kitchen and Bath Industry Association offers. These folks have to be tested and certified uh, to uh, prove that they have the right kind of design training. And using somebody like that can really save you a lot of aggravation as well as a a boatload of money when it comes to designing a bathroom. You mentioned that is one of the projects you wanted to tackle. So you might want to think about meeting with a bath designer to get some initial help on the layout and maybe some advice on product selection because, you know, just a few careful suggestions from somebody like that can really save you a bunch of money. Yeah, and and I was wondering if, um, you know, along those same lines, is there software available where I could kind of play around with my dimensions to see, like, you know, where the sink would look best or, you know, if I wanted to maybe consider rearranging some things in the bathroom? Well, again, I think when you're especially thinking about rearranging things in the bath, number one, that's going to drive your costs way up, especially if you've got to move plumbing fixtures. And if you work with a certified bath designer, they're going to know perhaps shortcuts or better locations based on where your plumbing exists. And I think the best part about working with a design pro in this situation is that they're able to get product directly from the manufacturer, which comes in then at a discounted rate. And then there's a slight markup for working with the designer, but you might be able to get better than retail prices when it comes to specific materials. As far as design software, there's a ton of different programs available for both Macs and PCs um, at varying levels, but you do have to purchase the software itself, and that can sometimes run up to several hundred dollars. So it might just you know, take some time, walk into a home center, and sit down with one of their bath designers to just get a start. Jennifer, thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. Thanks. Bye. Mark in Virginia's got driveways on the mind. What can we help you with? I was just wondering um, the um, difference between asphalt and concrete as far as longevity and cost and uh, resale value and that that, uh, type of questions because uh, thinking about getting uh, my driveway done and uh, just wanted to know what y'all thought would be more, more worthwhile. Well, I think a concrete driveway is going to be the nicest. It'll last the longest. In terms of return on investment, I don't think there's going to be much difference between that and asphalt. I don't think the driveway material is something 
that uh, a potential buyer is going to assign any more value to when it comes to buying your house. It's not like, I mean, there are certain building products that do give you a better return on investment, like adding a deck. But in terms of the driveway, whether it's asphalt or concrete, I don't think that's going to impact the uh, sale value. If you're going to be there for you know a long, long time, you want a driveway that's really going to hold up a good 20 years, I'd probably go concrete. If you don't mind sealing it every few years and you want to save a few dollars, I'd go asphalt. Mm-hmm. And you will have to reseal it every few years. If you want something that's going to look really good, you could go pavers, too. Pavers that's are option. gorgeous, but they're going to be more pricey than any of the other options and far more laborious as far as the install. Thanks a lot. 888-666-3974. Up next, tired of uh, the achy back that happens when you're washing dishes all the time in your kitchen? Well, a simple move of that dishwasher that will only shift it about eight inches can actually make it a lot less stressful to use. We'll fill in the details next. Money pit. Table saw. 18-volt drill driver. Eight-piece combo kit. You don't have to just wish you had the power tools you really want. With RYOBI, you can actually afford them. RYOBI Power Tools. Professional features, affordable prices. And they sound really good, too. RYOBI. Exclusively at the Home Depot. Soaring energy prices, brutal insurance rates, variable rate loans that go nowhere but up. These are very tough times for homeowners. So we decided to do something about it. That's right. We partnered with the American Homeowners Association to create a program to ease the squeeze on American homeowners. And we're so sure that you're going to save tons of money using this unique membership that we're going to give you a month for free. Not only that, we'll give you a pair of top-notch electronic tools from Zircon, the LaserBall 360, and the Stud Sensor i60 just for becoming a member. You will save money with your membership. We guarantee it. Call 1-866-REAL-HOME. That's 1-866-REAL-HOME. It's a no-brainer. But you're going to have to be one of our first 1,000 members, so call right now at 1-866-REAL-HOME. If you have trouble sleeping because of stuffy air, or if your floors and furniture feel sticky, it's not the heat, it's the humidity. During milder weather, when your air conditioner isn't running, humidity levels can rise unchecked. Whether it's mold and mildew or musty smells invading your home, an April Air Central Dehumidifier will help eliminate excess moisture and get you back on your way to a comfortable, healthy home and a good night's sleep. Call your heating and cooling contractor today or visit AprilAir.com. April Air, fresh ideas for indoor air. As cooler weather approaches, we start spending more time indoors. Home improvement expert and co-host of radio's The Money Pit, Leslie Segretti, says there are a number of things we can do to make indoor living more comfortable and cozy. Fall is a great time of year for home upgrades. You really want to make sure that your house is in tip-top shape. That way you can avoid dealing with home improvement during those cold winter months. Leslie says that window treatments are a great way to add a personal touch to your place now that you'll be spending more time indoors. She likes Levelor cordless Roman shades, which are safer for children and pets. They also offer more privacy, providing full coverage on the bottom of the window while allowing light in on top. She also reminds homeowners to think about how they might store their lawnmowers for the winter. Ready to Mow, a program from John Deere, provides at-home maintenance performed by a trained professional. Leslie says it's the easiest way to preserve your lawn equipment for years to come. I'm John Tridden. Before hitting the airwaves, I spent 20 years as a home inspector making sure home buyers were not moving into real-life money pits. 
And after performing 6,000 inspections, I knew exactly which brand of water heater I could trust, and that brand is Rheem. Rheem tank and tankless water heaters are dependable and energy efficient. Rheem tankless units never run out of hot water, cost 25% less to run, and even qualify for a $300 tax credit. Rheem's tank units include state-of-the-art features like Everclean, which prevents sediment buildup and reduces energy costs. If you want dependable, energy-efficient hot water, you want Rheem. Learn more at Rheem.com. That's R-H-E-E-M.com. I trust Rheem for my hot water, and so can you. portion of the Money Pit is brought to you by RYOBI, manufacturer of professional feature power tools and accessories with an affordable price for the do-it-yourselfer. RYOBI Power Tools, pro features, affordable price. Available exclusively at the Home Depot. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Making good homes better. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Don't look now, but your home improvement projects just got easier. All you got to do is pick up the phone and call us at 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. Whatever your home improvement question is, we're here to help you get the job done. Now, if that question is how to glue back together a $2,000 piece of marble that you just miscut, Ooh. probably can't help you. <laughs> but for everything else, call us at one 888 Pit. Because if you do, we're going to toss your name in the Money Pit hard hat to win this hour's prize, which is a four-in-one quad box ratcheting wrench from Gear Wrench. It's worth 30 bucks, and it could be yours for free. All right. Well, earlier before the break, we were talking about kitchen chores. You know, kitchen work can be a big ache on your back and all sorts of body parts because you're bending down a lot. And if you want to save your back, especially when you're doing the dishes, it's really quite simple. Just raise your dishwasher eight inches off the floor and you're going to feel like you've cut your dish chores in half. You're not going to have to bend and stoop so much. And it really will make all the difference in the world. And while you're at it, leave a space next to the dishwasher where you can pull up a chair. Then an older relative can sit down to load and unload the dishes or a family member who uses a wheelchair is going to be able to help out and really feel like a part of the chores. If you want some more ideas, you can visit aarp.org slash home design. There's tons there and it's a great website. Or pick up the phone right now and call us with your home design question at one eight 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 money pit Leslie, who's next? John in New Jersey's got something going on with the deck. What happened? Tell us about it. Okay. Um, I used a, a, a name brand deck, uh, deck finisher. Okay. Did according to the directions, you know, your power wash, you do the whole thing, you prepare properly, you put it on, and after you put it on, it dried, it was very tacky. So I called the manufacturer, they said, well, use use, uh, mineral spirits to get the rest off, and the reason why it's tacky is because only so much would be absorbed into the wood. Well, after you do it with the mineral spirits, it looks like a checkerboard. And so when I called them back, they said, well, the best thing to do then is to strip it and start from square one. And they wanted you to send them the bill? Yeah, sure, right. <laughs> I figured they could send me the help to do it. My question is, if I do do the stripper, what what do I do to the wood? Well, are you looking for, you know, I at this... I want to go back to square one because I'm very disappointed with the product. So you want just a natural-looking sealed wood deck that maybe has got like a clear stain on it that's resistant to moisture and sun damage and all that? 
That's correct. Well, once you get it down to the raw surface and you've got to use a chemical stripping agent because just a power washer and a scraper is not going to do the trick, use a stripping product. You know, if you've got tricky areas, reapply it, you know, after you do your first coating. But if you let the product do its job, you will see that, you know, you'll get almost all of that off on the first try. So let it sit there 20, 30 minutes, whatever the manufacturer says. Then let that deck dry. And the autumn is the perfect time because you're dealing with less humid days. You're going to find that wood's going to dry out, you know, if you've got no rain in three or four days. And then you can go ahead and apply any sort of stain. I think the flood company really has the best products on the market. And if you go with, depending on the condition of the wood, you can go with something that's like just their um, clear wood finish, which offers ultraviolet protection, but gives you a natural look. It's almost like a clear coat and lets the the true beauty of the wood shine through. If you find that you want something, you know, maybe the deck's not in the best condition and you need to help disguise that a little bit you can go with a semi-transparent stain also from flood that just puts a hint of color on lets you still see the graining and you can go from you know natural tones to outrageous blues depending on what you like and if you find the decks in terrible shape and you just don't want to see so much of the integrity of the wood itself a solid stain is sort of your last step before replacement or some people just like that look of you know a heavily saturated color which is what you get from a solid stain but it doesn't sit on the surface like a paint does it penetrates into the wood itself to really stick. And if you follow the manufacturer's directions, you're going to get three to five years on a horizontal surface like decking. One last question. Would yeah. stripping do have any effect on a wood? No, it, no, Mm-mm, no. It won't pressure affect the structural. In, yeah, it won't affect the structural integrity. The wood. If you use a pressure wash and use too much pressure, you're going to wear away some, some of the surface, some of the soft summer growth, and you'll see more of the rings of the tree in the wood. But it won't affect the structure. Okay. Now, does that affect concrete? Sodium hydroxide. No, but you have to make sure that if you've got any landscaping around the property, that you cover it up and make sure you wear protective gear, you know, on your hands and your eyes because you don't want it to accidentally burn your skin. All right. Thank you very much. Now we're going to help Irene in Rhode Island remodel her living room. Tell us what's going on. Love your program. Thanks. And I just have, uh, I'm sure for you it's going to be a very small problem. I'm about to do my living room and I'm just a little concerned about the sequence of it. My painter seems to think that she'd like to do the painting for us, and I have to. Um, I'm going to uh, lift the carpet and redo, uh, refinish uh, my hardwood floor. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm not just sure whether I would want it painted before I I do the floor. Well, Irene, first of all, I love that you said my painter, she wants to do the painting first. I think that's excellent that you've got a lady working in the house. Um, But she is absolutely right, because if you've got carpeting on your floor surface right now, and what's underneath is the hardwood that you're going to refinish, why not use that built-in drop cloth? The last bit of service that your rug is going, your carpet's going to render you is to serve as the drop cloth for your painting project, Irene. Well, you know what? I, I was going to reuse the carpeting. It's not really that, that bad. <laughs> well, if you want to reuse it, then obviously you have to use the proper uh, types of, uh, of tarps and, and everything to keep it nice and neat and clean, which you certainly can do. There's no reason. But what Leslie and I are saying is if you're planning on uh, using the going back to hardwood underneath, then... Yes. Just leave it down, let it be the drop cloth, and uh, go ahead and paint. 
Last thing you do is pull the carpet up, pull up the tackless, refinish the hardwood, and you're good to go. And make sure that paint on your walls is completely dry because there's going to be a tremendous amount of sanding, I'm sure, involved to sort of spruce up the look of the hardwood. So let that paint really dry on the walls, then go ahead and refinish that floor, let it cure very, very well, and then move everything back in. Oh, well, that was, that was the part I uh, was bothering me was because I know that it's so messy uh, sanding. Mm-hmm. And um, and with a new paint job, so it's kind of a large living room. I thought, oh, my, I'll have a mess cleaning up afterwards. One of the ways to minimize that is to cover the openings to the room with plastic sheeting. Uh-huh. And if you can take a fan and put it in the window and, and point the fan out so it pulls air from the from the inside out, that will okay. depressurize that space as the sanding is occurring and pull all the, pull all the debris right out. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the sanders that many people are using today have built-in vacuum devices that sort of kick up a lot less dust and self-contain the dirt. It will be dusty, but you will have a beautiful room when it's done. So now you've answered my question. I really appreciate that. You're welcome, Irene. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Now we're going to talk tile counters with Mike in California. How can we help? Well, uh, we we installed a tile uh, countertop in our kitchen about seven years ago, and the grouting is kind of a mess, and we'd really like to have some kind of surface that we can cut on, and we can also put hot things on, but it's not too terribly expensive. I was wondering what options would you recommend for us? Hmm, so you're looking to start over. I think if you're looking for something that's scorch resistant and even, you know, I wouldn't really ever recommend cutting things directly on your countertop because number one, it's bad for your knives. But if you feel like you've got to do it, um, something like a those uh, engineered quartz products like a silestone, you know, they're scorch resistant, they're antimicrobial. You can sort of, if you get cut marks on them, eventually sand them away just the tiniest bit and you'll always be going through that surface material so you're not gonna wear away or wear away any coating but I would say you know get whatever countertop that you're interested as far as aesthetic and price wise and then get yourself some nice cutting boards because you don't want to damage your knives. Can we install this quartz type ourselves? Not generally, because it's kind of an intricate cutting process for your sinks and your fixture placement and whatnot. And usually the price point tends to include the insulation, and the companies really aren't going to stand up to warranties if you go ahead and install it yourself. Leslie, what about the option of uh, him using stone remnants and creating his own countertop like they did last time? Oh, absolutely. If you're using something as far as a natural stone or if you've got smaller counter areas, you might be able to go to a granite yard and sort of see what they've got odd remnant sizes of and get a great price because you're able to utilize something from a similar species of granite that, you know, even if it comes from different slabs, if they're not adjoining to one another, it doesn't really matter if they match up. And that could keep the cost way down for a beautiful natural stone product. And we could put hot things on that? Oh, yeah. Great. Absolutely. Hey, Mike, I'll tell you what we're going to do for you. This will help save you a boatload of money moving forward uh, into the future. We're going to give you a one-year subscription to the Money Pits American Homeowners Association membership, which is chock-a-block full of discounts on all kinds of home services. Perhaps you can use your membership to help find some contractors to help you with the tile, and there's lots of discounts uh, as part of that on lots of other things around the house, from insurance to groceries to eyeglasses. So we're going to give that to you just for calling in today on the program. Oh, fantastic. Thank you very much. You're, You're so welcome, welcome, Mike. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. And stand by, Mike, because we're going to take some info 
from you. And uh, for those of you that are interested in the Money Pit membership, you can log on to our website at moneypit.com because right now we've got a great promotion going on. We are giving away a Zircon laser level and a Zircon one-step stud sensor to the first 1,000 members that sign up for the Money Pit American Homeowners Association Mike, you're going to get them too. Yes, that's right. All that information is available at moneypit.com. Up next, the man who saw New York's bravest through their darkest hours in the aftermath of the attack on the World Trade Center, former New York City Fire Commissioner Thomas Van Essen, is joining us with some fire safety tips that could help save your life. You live in a money pit. The Muddy Pit is being brought to you by, well, by us. Get a $1,000 guarantee that the contractor you hire gets the job done right with your new Money Pit American Homeowners Association membership. And get $50 in Zircon tools if you join in the next 30 minutes. Call now, 866-REAL-HOME. That's 866-REAL-HOME. Now here are Tom and Leslie. Making good homes better. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And you might not be surprised to learn that a big percentage of fires happen at home while they start in the kitchen. But what is going to surprise you is that a fire doubles in size every minute that it burns. I mean, that is an amazing fact that's true. So those first few seconds are crucial. October is National Fire Prevention Month, and we are pleased, proud, and privileged to have with us a true hero, a man who saved countless lives in the 9-11 tragedy, Thomas Van Essen, the New York City Fire Commissioner. Hi, Mr. Van Essen. Hi, Tom. Leslie. Hi there. We are very, very proud to have you on the show, sir. And, uh, and, and first off, uh, I'm sure you've heard this many times, but you can't hear it enough. Uh, thank you so much for your service. Oh, thank you. That's, that's really nice of you to say. Thank you. And I have to tell you, Mr. Von Essen, as a resident of New York City during 9-11, you did everything in your power to make me personally feel safe in my apartment not far from Ground Zero, and I thank you personally from the bottom of my heart. Oh, it's very nice of you folks. That was a, a really difficult time, and everybody uh, responded in such a positive, wonderful way to try to make it as good as it could be. You know, it was just a horrible time for everybody, and uh, I'm glad we are moving forward. Well, I can't think of anyone that's better qualified to give us emergency preparedness advice in uh, October being fire prevention month. Certainly, this is the time when we fire up our heating systems and uh, we see the dreaded space heaters getting pulled out. And we uh, have lots of family over as we're cooking up wonderful meals that uh, occasionally can catch fire, especially if it's my house. <laughs> <laughs> but we'd like to talk with you about some ways that we can stay uh, safer in the kitchen. Where do we begin? Well, I mean... Uh you're, you hit it right on the head. You know, so many fires, uh, they say over 30% start in the kitchen. And it really is a, a great place to look around and try to think safety, I think, is the, is the best place to start. Try to look for hazards that you might have in the kitchen. A lot of people put, they put a candle near a, or a, um, some kind of a uh, lit light, uh, something that's lit near the curtains and the wind will blow and you could have a fire like that. It's just not a good idea to have any curtains or to have any extra uh, flammable things. I'll, I'll, I'll see my wife or other people sometimes put paper dishes on top of a stove and not realizing it's still very hot. Uh, put things, uh, you know, making sure, making outlets overloaded with all the appliances that we have in kitchens today. 
having things that are flammable and uh, dangerous underneath the sink, which is a great place to hide things and get it out of the way, but also very dangerous and can, uh, you know, you might have some garbage under there. You might put a, a cigarette or something that's still hot into your garbage. So I, I think the best place for people to start is to just look around and try to uh, prevent or eliminate uh, potential hazards in the kitchen. That's a, a great place to get started. Well, even a potential hazard that initially doesn't seem like a hazard, you know, you're innocently cooking something on your stovetop and you get distracted, the baby cries, the doorbell rings, and something can ignite so quickly. You know, what are some of the things or steps that you can take while cooking other than clearing things around just to be sort of mentally prepared for a potential emergency? You know, it really is. All of these things are preventable, and it's mostly uh, women who are, are distracted children screaming or, or a noise in the other room, the phone, the doorbell rings, all of those things, uh, 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 aprons, uh, towels around the arms, uh, clothing that's not uh, fit, uh, you know, tight to your body, just loose. There's so many different things, and I think it, just an overall mentality of, of thinking about fire being dangerous rather than fire just being a useful tool. Um, I've seen that so many times with candles. People look at it as, as a light source rather than a fire source. And I think if, if the mindset works towards just thinking about eliminating hazards, uh, we could do a lot to prevent these types of tragedies. Would it be the best step if you do sort of get distracted from a cooking situation just to turn off the burner and really step away, cover it up? I mean, is it true if there's a grease fire, keep the lid of the pot nearby and just throw that on? Yeah, that's a great question because I think in that moment of panic, people really don't know what to do. What do you advise is the best thing to do if you, if you have a, a meal get away from you? You know, it, it is uh, very dangerous when you see people overreact and will have uh, maybe a, a whole pot full of olive oil or something burning, and uh, you see a fire, something catches on fire, and they'll throw water onto it, and you'll just make the situation worse. The best thing you can do in a situation like that is smother it or, or use the proper extinguisher that will, that will do that same thing, that will actually take away that, that heat source rather than uh, throwing water on it or, uh, you know, trying to move it sometimes. I, I've seen that. I don't keep talking about how dangerous my wife is. <laughs> she needs a firefighter in the house, huh? <laughs> yeah. Grab the, the frying pan and try to take it to the stove, uh, to the sink. And that's just, uh, you're really looking for trouble. You, the covering it with a uh, cover, uh, if, if, you're, if you think ahead enough to do something like that, that's, that's a great way to do it. And you mentioned fire extinguishers. I think that that's a great point. And in fact, uh, you're here to tell us a bit about a new fire extinguisher that's on the market. Leslie and I kind of like it because uh, it's both attractive and functional at the same time, you know, just like us. It's called the, the Home Hero. Why don't you tell us about it? Yes, Home Hero, is, uh, that's one of the things I'm working with them on, trying to, I think, expand their whole, uh, their whole vision of trying to help the consumer, not just to sell them a product, but to try to help them and educate them and get them to think uh, about safety in the home um, more than they do now and being prepared and how to respond to that uh, uh, problem if it occurs or eliminate the hazards. And this is the concept behind this extinguisher is that it's attractive and you'll leave it out. And then if you need it, you'll know where it is rather than trying to run to the garage for it or try to find it underneath the sink or behind a whole load of uh, newspapers or something somewhere that... You know, you just wanted to get it out of the way. So the concept of having the right product, it's easy to use, it's easy to handle, 
and having it uh, somewhere convenient where you know where it is, uh, that's the idea of this. And the line of products is to try to, uh, you know, expand their whole vision, I think, of educating the, the uh, homeowner in fire safety and just all-around home safety. Well, that's great advice. Thomas Van Essen, the former New York City Fire Commissioner, thanks so much for sharing your expert home safety advice with us. And if you'd like some more information about the home hero that Mr. Van Essen just mentioned, you can find that at your local Home Depot. Thanks very much. Thank you so much. Gosh, it's just amazing talking to Mr. Von Essen. It really was such a profound day. And being somebody who lived right through it, right there working next to the site, it's just amazing to talk to him and really get a grasp on the city. It was life-changing. All right, folks, I know it's a big segue here, but, you know, metal roofing, we promised you we were going to talk about it. And it was really one of the most popular types of roofing that was around. And it's making a huge comeback in a big way. So up next, we're going to tell you why metal roofing is such a great choice for re-roofing your home. Dad, can you make sure there are no monsters under my bed? Anything for you, princess. Don't forget the dust mites in my pillow. Uh, And the pollen, spores, and bacteria in the air. uh, I'll cast a magic spell to make them disappear. Dad, this isn't a fairy tale. We need an April Air High Efficiency Air Cleaner to trap up to 99% of the harmful particles from our air. There's even an April Air Electronic Air Cleaner that traps viruses. Protect your family from bacteria, viruses, and other airborne impurities with an April Air High Efficiency Air Cleaner. April Air, the best in indoor air comfort. Before hitting the airwaves, I spent 20 years as a home inspector making sure home buyers were not moving into real-life money pits. And after performing 6,000 inspections, I knew exactly which brand of water heater I could trust, and that brand is Ream. Ream tank and tankless water heaters are dependable and energy efficient. Ream tankless units never run out of hot water, cost 25% less to run, and even qualify for a $300 tax credit. Ream's tank units include state-of-the-art features like Everclean, which prevents sediment buildup and reduces energy costs. If you want dependable, energy-efficient hot water, you want Ream. Learn more at Ream.com. That's R-H-E-E-M.com. I trust Ream for my hot water, and so can you. Somewhere, a guy is tossing his golf clubs into the water. But you, you'd rather build, say, a burled maple coffee table. RYOBI Woodworking Tools lets you do it. RYOBI gives you the power and precision you need to succeed at prices that help you get going. Of course, there's still some equipment involved, but it's power tools. And you don't have to wear those funny clothes to use them. RYOBI Power Tools. Professional features, affordable prices. RYOBI, exclusively at the Home Depot. That's just beautiful. The best things in life really can be free. We have a new membership program here at The Money Pit, and we are so sure that you'll save money as a member. We're going to let you try it for free for a month. That's right. You can try out our membership program for 30 days totally free. We've partnered with the American Homeowners Association to create a program that will save you big money on everything you buy for your home, even your groceries. So grab a pen because you will want to write this number down. You'll not only save money, you'll make more confident decisions about a remodeling, repair, or maintenance contractor and a lot more. And when you hire a contractor through our referral service, you're going to get a $1,000 guarantee that the job gets done right. That's right. With our new Money Pit American Homeowners Association membership, you can also save on eyeglasses, contacts, and vision care, and even save hundreds a month on groceries. And check this out. If you're among the first thousand listeners to sign up, you're also going to get a Zircon Laser Ball 360 laser level 
and Zircon's very hot I-60 one-step stud sensor. It's a $50 value. So call 1-866-732-5466. That number is 1-866-REAL-HOME. But you'll have to be one of the first 1,000 members, so call right now, 1-866-REAL-HOME. This portion of the Money Pit is brought to you by April Air, makers of professionally installed high-efficiency air cleaners. For more information, go to aprilair.com. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti, and the number here is 1-888-MONEY-PIT. So call us right now and ask us your home improvement question on the air. If you do, we're going to throw your name into the Money Pit hard hat for a random prize drawing. And this hour, you could win the 4-in-1 quad box from Gear Wrench. It's a ratcheting wrench. It's perfect for tight spaces and even those over-torqued fasteners. It's worth 30 bucks, but it could be yours today for just asking us your question on the air. So give us a call now at 1-888-MONEYPIT. Easy as that, 888-666-3974. Up next, metal roofing is our topic. You know, it's making a huge comeback in today's homes. And a big reason is, believe it or not, it's energy efficiency. And you say, how can a metal roof possibly do anything for my energy efficiency? Well, there are now high-tech new coatings on the metal roof that actually reflect the sun and lower your cooling costs, which I think is pretty cool. Plus, the metal roof can be made to simulate wood shakes. It can look like clay tiles. It can even look like Victorian metal tiles, which are you know really, really gorgeous. The little really fishtail ones. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So basically, it's a very durable, very energy-efficient, fire-retardant, maintenance-free roof. Now, some types of metal roof coverings will help you go green, since they can be produced with up to 65% recycled materials. And because they weigh actually very little, these metal roofs can be installed right over top of existing roofs. And of course, that eliminates the need to tear off the first roof and then contribute towards the, uh, towards the debris in the landfill. So for a whole bunch of good reasons... Metal roofs are really a good thing to look at these days. Yeah, and the only thing that we really have to warn you sort of as a cautionary advice when you're thinking about metal roofing is the underlayment. You do have to treat it a little bit specially if you're going with a raw roof or you've taken off the existing material because in hot climates, the metal roofs can tend to absorb extra heat. And this means that if you use a quality underlayment designed to withstand these conditions, your roof is going to perform excellently. So try Grace Ultra. It's not affected by high heat. It helps protect sloped roofs from the effects of wind-driven rain and even ice stamps. If you want some more information on good roofing choices or even underlayment options, you should visit graceathome.com. Very informational website. Everything you want to know about roofing and weather stripping and keeping your house nice and dry. Or if a re-roof is in your future, pick up the phone and call us right now at 888-MONEY-PIT. Who's next? Coy in Alabama, welcome to the Money Pit. Tell us what's happening at your house. Well, I purchased an old house that has an above-ground cast iron sewer pipe okay. it has a has a leak and the ground underneath is wet it's not a bad leak but is there any way to patch that cover it with rubber or something and rather than having to cut a section of the pipe out well cast iron pipes generally don't leak although sometimes it looks like they do now are you absolutely sure that water is getting out of this. And I'll tell you why they don't leak, because typically the water runs one way down the pipe, and it doesn't, doesn't leak unless there's a blockage in the pipe that causes the water back up. 
Now, having said that, many times around the joints, around the pipe joints, it looks wet. It looks leaky, but that's not a leak. What that is is a material called oakum, which is oil-based that is used to make the gasket where these pipes come together. Sometimes that oil will leach out and make the pipe look wet, but it's not really a leak. Well, the ground underneath is wet under that spot. So this is going, but you said it goes above ground? Yes, it's above ground. So it goes above ground from the basement or where? It's a, a large crawl space. It's about four-foot crawl space, and it's about midway between the ground and the floor. And the ground underneath it is wet. And do you yes. see a place in the pipe where the water is leaking out? I haven't found where it's leaking out, but I put my finger there, and, and there's water on it in, the, in between the joints. Well, here's what I would do. Um, I would run some water through those pipes and see if you can if you can pinpoint exactly where the leak is. If it's in the joints, those joints can be repacked with the material called oakum, and that will stop the leak. But I will say that, that it's very infrequent for those leaks to occur. Yes, it's a very old house, about in the 1920s, 20, late 20s. Is it a cast iron pipe? Yes, it's cast iron pipe. Okay. Well, it doesn't go wrong. It doesn't go bad when it's cast iron. It just needs some maintenance. Okay. Well, I'll run the water through there and check and see if I can determine where it's coming at. That's the first step. Coy, thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Okay. Thank you. More great home improvement advice ahead, including our email bag. We're going to jump in and answer a home improvement question. It might be yours. This one's from a listener who wants to know, how can he hang a heavy cabinet on the wall that seemingly has no studs in it? Hmm, great mystery. Well, we're going to help him defy the laws of gravity next. You live in a money pit. The Money Pit is being brought to you by, well, by us. Save hundreds a month on groceries, not to mention significant savings on home improvement products and services with your new Money Pit American Homeowners Association membership. And get $50 in Zircon tools if you join in the next 30 minutes. Call now, 866-REAL-HOME. That's 866-REAL-HOME. Now here are Tom and Leslie. Making good homes better. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. All right, Money Pit fans, here is a home improvement nightmare. I'm ready. All right, Tom, you know you've got a leak in your upstairs bathroom because you can see the water damage to the ceiling below it, but you have no idea where it is or how to find it. So before you start ripping out that sheetrock, we've got some tips and tricks for you to hunt down that leak in a more specific area. You're going to find them in our very next Money Pit e-newsletter if you're not not a subscriber, you can sign up for free right now at moneypit.com. And while you're there, you can shoot us an email by clicking on Ask Tom and Leslie. For example, here we've got one from Monty in San Antonio who needs some kitchen help and writes, I'm installing new wall cabinets. The problem is behind two cabinets, there's only one wall stud. How can I fasten the cabinet to the wall so it's not going to fall once I go and put the things in it? You know, that's that's one more stud than I've had many times when I had really? to fasten cabinets to the wall. Yeah, you know, there's a trick of the trade to this. Um, first of all, of course, in a perfect world, you would have, you know, probably two studs behind every cabinet that you wanted to attach to the wall. You'd use your stud finder to locate the specific location of those studs. You'd pre-drill your cabinets and attach them with proper screws. But sometimes you don't have enough studs. So the trick of the trade here is this. Sometimes you can hang a cabinet 
off of the two cabinets that surround it. So you have one stud here. That's great. So I would obviously find out where that is. But the other thing that you want to do is to clamp the styles, that's the sides of the cabinets together, and you pull the doors off the three cabinets that you're working on here, the two that are opposite and the one in the middle. Pull the doors off, clamp the frames of the cabinets together, pre-drill holes, and then screw those cabinet fronts together. So now it's attached to the front. It's supported by the adjoining cabinets, Monty, and it's attached to the one wall stud in the back. You do that, that whole thing is going to be locked together. Do that with every cabinet in the row. It'll be totally locked, totally secure, and it won't fall down. So this way, even if you've got a cabinet, like you said, in a situation with no stud, it's going to work. Good advice. Defying gravity right here on the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Can't tell you how many times I did that in the years I installed kitchens uh, uh, in new construction. At least that's what I've heard. <laughs> so far, no crashes. All right. <laughs> well, the winter season can be very harsh on your flower beds, but there actually are a few things that you can do even amidst the snow to make sure that your beds are ready for perfect blooms come next spring. And that is the topic of today's edition of Leslie's Last Word. That's right, Tom. And you know, it doesn't just have to be a snow-covered flower bed because regardless of the seasonal temperature differences where you live in this country, your flower beds should actually be mulched all year because it's going to help to provide protection to the plantings. It provides organic matter for the soil and it keeps the moisture on the bed to continually nurture your garden. And you should have about two to three inches of mulch all year round. Now, if where you live the winter is cold, you want to go for about four inches of mulch. And as your leaves start to fall, be sure to clear them from the flower beds so that they're not going to smother growing plantings or encourage rot growth. would be really bad for your flower beds. And you also want to remember to fertilize your lawn before the ground becomes frozen and to reseed any patchy areas. You also want to protect the seeding with a layer of hay to encourage the seeds to take and grow for the springtime. There's a lot of things that you can do, and yes, it does involve covering things up, but it's going to make for a much more lovely garden come springtime. Tips, advice available 24-7-365 at 1-888-MONEYPIT as well as at moneypit.com. While you're there, you can download our podcast, listen to us at any time of the day or night, and you can uh, feed that urge to tackle home improvements at 3.30 a.m. in the morning. We'll be there to help you get by even at that hour. I'm Tom (laughs) Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. Okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay, and we just got a puppy. So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair. All delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply.